You're listening to the No Labels, No Limits podcast with best-selling author Sarah Box, where you get the inside scoop on the steps action takers and decision makers take to align their purpose to their principles and achieve their goals in business and life. We focus on the mantra, no labels, no limits, no excuses. And now, without further ado, please welcome your commanding coach with plenty of chutzpah and heart, Sarah Box. Hey there, No Labels and No Limits podcast listeners. Welcome back. I'm Sarah Box, your host of the No Labels, No Limits podcast, where we are on a mission to help individuals, teams, and organizations, especially our nonprofit friends, to think outside the box, move beyond limiting beliefs, and create a profound impact in the lives of others. And we do this by sharing accomplished and inspiring guests who have challenged their own limiting labels and beliefs to pursue and accomplish personal and professional goals. And today, I'm excited to introduce to you a remarkable guest, Tatiana Flo, a spiritual mentor and abundance expert with a fascinating journey of her own. Her path led her through 15 years in finance, where she worked alongside Wall Street professionals and successfully built and sold her own startup, raising funds in Silicon Valley. Simultaneous, and actually throughout her history, she has delved into the realms of psychology, esoteric mysticism, and theology. Now Tatiana challenges her vast knowledge of spirituality, psychology, neurolinguistic programming, or NLP for folks who are more used to that, and quantum physics to guide individuals on a transformative journey to merge the spiritual and material realms into one harmonious existence. And isn't that what we're all after? Her mission is to help everyone fully embrace their true power, experience self-love, and bring more love into the world. So today we're going to talk about what led her to make her own leap into this expanded journey, why she advises us to invest in our energy first and foremost, not just a business plan, and so much more. So without any further delay, let me welcome formally the remarkable Tatiana Flo to the No Labels, No Limits podcast. Hi, Tatiana. Hi. Hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for inviting me today. I'm really honored and pleased to be here. Thank you. Well, the things that you talk about are of personal interest to me, and um, I just really find that combination, you know, both of the analytical mind you have and the business mind, but also the the more spiritual and philosophical side, so interesting. But I wanted to start by asking you what the catalyst was for you to leave your quote-unquote American dream life and your Wall Street career to live what you call your authentic dream life. Can you share a bit of that with us? Yes, it's an amazing question. And um, actually, from the time when I was a child, I was interested in esoterics, uh, psychology, psychoanalysis, religions, philosophy. I was really, really researching um, all, all that about future life, past lives, and so on and so forth. I was reading a very um, some scientific and philosophical books and so on and so forth. But at some point, I realized that Back then, I didn't know how to apply that knowledge that I'm so interested in, uh, in and uh, looking for many answers, but I don't understand yet how to apply it in material reality. 
So back then, I just went with my education in finance and uh, banking career. And uh, at some point, I uh, realized that I want to move abroad to get my MBA degree. And then 10 years ago, I did and uh, stayed in the U.S. Um, I'm still living in the U.S. till today and um, and really love it. And basically, in just two, three years after moving to the U.S., I already built my American dream life, what um, many people would decide define as a huge success uh, so I had I was I got married I had a house in the Hamptons one of the most luxurious places in the world um, very high-end beautiful place I uh, had a, a career in finance teaching Wall Street professionals and uh, consulting companies and just uh, traveling around the global companies and so on and so forth and it was beautiful and interesting i was a true creator of my life but at some point it happened two and a half years ago and it was during COVID. and i know for many people it was a turning point in their life when i realized um also i already built it i already lived that life when, while you're busy building it it's one thing when you're already living it Everything on paper looks good, right? Uh, everything on paper looks amazing, actually. But at the same time, something inside, something is missing. And I couldn't understand what exactly it is. So two and a half years ago, I did my uh, first ayahuasca ceremony. And um, in a month, I had my what's called Kundalini awakening, when the energy just, it was absolutely spontaneous. And the energy started to, uh, I felt like the energy is pumping up into my body. That's how I would describe it. And uh, I was um, living in New York. It was Miami trip uh, that I took, just spontaneous trip, spontaneous Kundalini awakening. And after that, I realized that I cannot live like I lived before. And I need to figure out where I'm going, I didn't know at the moment, but I did live my life uh, that I built and um, started to look for it. I moved from New York to Miami and started to search for answers more and more, coming back to what I was interested in as a child. Although I was, uh, uh, you know, meditating and into esoterics and psychology and NLP all this time, applying what I would learn in my own life. But um, here was a turning point when I also realized that I collected so much knowledge I cannot not share. So I started also to work with people, doing first life coaching, then hypnotherapy. And now um, it's a combination of NLP and energy techniques to help people to remember what I did uh, on my spiritual path, that all of us are creators of our life, and how energetically uh, it all works in the universe, it all works for your life, and when you remember that state, and many people are talking about that, but when you live through that state, and that's why energy sessions, when you live through that, you truly remember, and then I help people to understand how to ground it uh, in material life to actually truly 
leave that state and create, consciously create your life on a daily basis in full awareness. Hey there, everybody. I want to take just a minute out of this episode of the No Labels, No Limits podcast to tell you that we are officially opening the Sandbox membership in September. So if you're not already on our mailing list, please click the link below to either sign up for the membership or get on the waiting list for the membership. And if you click the link, you'll find more information about what's included, what our plans are, and better yet, you'll be on early enough to help decide what is most important to you to experience in the first three to six months of the membership. So don't wait. Click the link below and join us in the sandbox where fun happens. We get to do a little R&R, little learning, support one another, and really grow and expand in ourselves, in our lives, and impact the world in a profound way. So come on over, join us. Ooh, okay, that's a lot of info. So I'm going to take you back a little bit. Um, and I just want to make sure for folks who might have missed this, or who are thinking about, wait, ask a little more about that. So you'd already been studying all of this. You had a basis of understanding and information, yeah. right, built up over years. What was the, did, had you always planned, or what was the thing that said, it's time for me to do an ayahuasca mm. ceremony or practice? How did you, like, go from A to B on that? Because that's a big jump for folks. Absolutely. And uh, I did not plan because it just started to literally, uh, they say ayahuasca calls you. So it started to appear in my field. A random book would come out on Kindle and it would be about psychedelic experiences and a random movie would come out on my Netflix and that would be again about that. So it was just coming into, the information was coming into my hands and in the beginning my reaction was like it's drugs i don't do i don't do drugs but as it was coming to me and then i from that i started to research about that i realized that it is medicine it's not drugs and that uh, medicine brings you to the altered state of mind and to expanded consciousness and I felt that that's something I'm missing right now. I could not explain what exactly, but that's something I'm missing in my life. Because again, everything on paper is good, but like, what is missing? And uh, that's how I decided to do the the first ayahuasca. It was just mm, entered my field. I didn't know anything about that. And then all of a sudden, I knew everything about that. And I realized that I need to do it. That's it. So you followed your intuition and the, the information that was coming. You were aware of it and said, okay, that's a um, catching my attention. I need to pay more attention and follow up with it. Yes. And also, you know, all my life, I know all my life I was interested in, in esoterics and psychology. I was learning, learning, learning. But I always uh, would choose safe finance or like more logical, more uh, materialistic things because I was really blocking myself i was afraid that people would say i'm like i'm cuckoo right by seeing and feeling more than what i thought many most of people would see and feel and it was always there but i was afraid to go there and uh, i 
I guess after I did my first ayahuasca, there was no turning back. Like, and now I'm my clients and people who are attracted to me. My job is basically to say, you're not cuckoo. That's the real reality. The energy you see, the, um, you know, the source you connect to, that's real. And, um, through that state, when you accept that and you live through that state, it's just, it's a completely different quality of life. And it's so much, uh, internal harmony and bliss that comes to that. You still go through, you know, ups and downs in your life, but it's just different. You, you're very aware of what's happening and you can consciously choose through actions, reactions, through how, through your perspectives, how to create your reality. And it, it literally happens from like the thought, which is energy. You create material reality, reality, which is energy as well, but it becomes more solid. Um, so I show people how it works by, you know, understanding it now myself. Yes, and that whole like mindset thing when you, you go, okay, if I start sharing this, people are going to think I'm a whack job, right? I'm just, what is up with Tatiana? She's gone off the deep end, right? Until you realize like more people need to be able to connect in that way. Yeah. And also, you know, it made me, I'm, I feel happier than ever, truly. I, I feel more myself than ever in my life and I'm still abundant and I'm still uh, you know many people go to spirituality and they abandon material pleasures and uh, money and uh, you know material reality and I realized on my path that everything is one and we're here to actually bring that spiritual abundance where no limits exist truly all limits are only in your mind into material reality and show that it's possible breaking limits not only by you know going into other worlds but actually bringing the, these unlimited beliefs into your life and seeing how the reality responds to that it's beautiful and that's yeah that's what i know how to do and help people to achieve as well it sounds like you are describing an inward journey versus an external searching mm. for something to fill a gap or a void. Absolutely. And that's, that's most, many old people, let's put it that way. Um, every single person on earth is looking for love. But so many people are looking for love from parents and don't, don't receive the way they want or from kids or from partners. And it's always something like not enough because what they're looking for are inside. Love they're looking for, go to source, answers, everything is inside. And it's a cliche answer, but it's true. And it's difficult for people to feel that un until they actually experience that. I know for myself, um, I thought that I loved myself till the point I realized that that wasn't a true love. 
a true love for yourself when you're so complete, no matter what happens in your life, whether you're single or married, whether you have kids or not, whether you you have a millions on your account or not in the moment. Life just happens, but you're so complete that it just external circumstances don't ch change your attitude, your love and self-worth for yourself at all. And through that, because it's a very abundant, sorry for that, very abundant state to begin with, it creates a material abundance as well. If you seek for it. Yeah. If you sit for it, is that what you said? Or seek? Yes. If you seek for it, because seek not it. everyone needs it. Everyone likes it differently. My Some of my masters are living, uh, so for example, I, I learned uh, this energy work from the master in the Philippines. He works, uh, he lives in the Philippines, in the jungle, very simple life. And he likes it this way. He loves it this way. And I prefer life, which is social in a beautiful places, going to the beautiful restaurants and living, like seeing the ocean or the sea or the mountain from my window, it's important for me. So I choose that, still being spiritual, and I attract the clients for whom both are important. So for, for different person, it's different, and it's okay. I just uh, promote what is close for me and talk about that and self-express and people who are looking for something similar where they live spiritual um, life in material reality in day-to-day -day life in the cities uh, um, in abundance material financial abundance including that's the kind of people that uh, i attract clients so that's pretty powerful um, to recognize what is getting attracted is what you're putting out there as well. Yes, absolutely. You attract what you are always. And when we say, you know, let's say we're living through crisis. Um, for example, I, I tell you an example from my own life. Sure. Um, so when I was um, dating a guy, and realized that he's lying to me instead of blaming him for lying or instead of blame um instead of just creating new traumas and patterns around situations saying oh all men are liars or um i cannot um, find another man with this connection that we had for example, and so on and so forth. I was like, why this situation is happening for me? And uh, it was a very strong situation that actually pushed me even further in my spiritual search. And that's exactly the event because I was so open, not blaming others or even myself. Okay, that happened. Why? Where is it leading me? And then that led me to um the experience that was a turning point in my spiritual path as well which is living through oneness remembering that i am the creator and i'm the only one in this universe as well as you are i'm talking to myself now you're talking to myself to yourself and this um, consciousness of god or source uh absolute people have different names for it uh is just exploring itself so i lived through that um 
state which many would call also enlightenment. I call it oneness because enlightenment is a word that is overused. Uh, and oneness means everything is one. And I know I'm one with everything. I'm one with the sky, with the, um, with you, with other people. But at the same time, you are very aware, I am very aware that we are living in a dual reality. There's no duality on the the higher plane. There's only love and only beauty of the whole creation. But then there is a a dual world here. And through that duality, which our mind might define as good or bad experience, as, um, I don't know, love and hate, uh, war and peace and so on and so forth. The whole, um, duality helps us, me as this consciousness or you and every single person on earth, uh, evol- evolve through the duality. How do you know good where is no bad? How do you know what peace is when there's no fight and so on and so forth. So it's through the that contrast. you explore yourself. Yeah, the contrast from one to the other. And I loved your choice of words. I don't know if it was intentional or if this is just part of your shift, but when you were examining the relationship with your boyfriend, he said, why is this happening for me? Rather exactly. than to me, it was for me. And that's, you know, I really believe in the power of the words we use because they shape the stories we tell ourselves about ourselves or other people, right? So when you said that, I thought, yeah, that is the opening question. Why is this happening for me? I'm not a victim here. So what's, what's this showing me? What's the potential here? So when you work with folks, Tatiana, are they willing to go and seek in that way? Or are they asking you to like have a quick fix? Um, different clients, um, I guess, seeking for different, uh, and many are seeking for a silver bullet that solves all the questions or issues. And that's, I'm very truthful to the clients and to how I express, um, how it works because it's not, there's no silver bullet. What's, what is there is a path. And instead of looking for something, again, while while you're looking for silver bullet or one answer, one thing that solves all your questions, again, you're looking somewhere, first of all, externally, and you miss the whole point of the process because um, the purpose of life is life itself. And it's in the path, in the process, in enjoying every single moment while you're evolving and going through different experiences and different emotions and being grateful for all of the experiences and all of the emotions you're living through because it makes you alive. It's so special. It's a gift. Um, And whoever is ready to see that way uh, is attracted Whoever is still looking for silver bullets might, might continue, but still at some point they will realize that um, the answer is not somewhere there. And it's not one answer. It's all answers. That, there is one truth, one highest truth that exists. And I remind people on my sessions. But again, the truth is um, 
that there's only love underlying the whole process, that you create all experiences from the beginning to, till the end, that death is uh, as important as birth because it's just a part of life, that pain is a part of life and it's beautiful. It's another side of love. So when you see it this way, it's a just it's just a completely different quality of life. But not every person is ready for it because it means completely exiting that victim mode and uh, there are lots of advantages to being the victim mode not everyone is ready and it's okay so give me a couple of advantages of being in victim mode like what's the payoff for someone who says hmm, no it's their fault or it's you know for me kind of thing um it depends on on the people right but for example you might literally attract disease to get attention from your loved ones. For example, good example, right? Uh, of one of my clients. So you, you can get headache or, or even more serious disease because it's the only time that you allow yourself to relax and the only time when you allow yourself to be vulnerable and or your husband or your wife is around you all the time and you feel that attention that you're maybe missing in a day-to-day -day life so instead of when you realize when you find that pattern it's actually a mind program it's a pattern and it's uh, unconscious most of the time but when you make it conscious you realize you don't have to be sick to create loving relationship with lots of attention between you and your husband for example you yourself and your wife you don't have to be sick to allow yourself to just go and relax without feeling guilty so you don't have to attract some mm, crisis or some situation or some sickness to allow yourself to live just basically and love you can i really like that um yeah. reminder to all of us the other thing i know it comes up in work is like okay i can't i have all this quote unquote list of important things to do and yet if we don't take care of ourselves, it's really not that important to do all that stuff. We start losing ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I remember this has been many, many years ago when I moved to this where I live now, but I had a new doctor, right? And I'm thinking, why am I getting bronchitis, right? I do all mm -hmm. the spiritual. I look at what bronchitis signify. The only time I would get it was when I had vacation, right? All of a sudden I'm going, mm -hmm. I've been working and showing up all the time. I'm fine. What's up with this? So he said, you must, you know, he did his doctor thing and he said, pay attention, but it seems there's a pattern here. And I'm thinking, yes. but once I knew the pattern, I thought, well, that's just, that's just unnecessary. I don't need to get sick so that I'm allowed to go on vacation. And once I had that cognition, I've never gotten sick again for vacation, right? It's like, and Frank, I actually don't get sick very often. So, um, but that was such a huge wake-up call to me. Like, why did I have to wait for that for permission to just slow down and enjoy myself? Um, Absolutely, yes. And it's for many people, yeah. Yeah. No, so I, I really like how, how clear you said that about permission, illness, how, you know, there is a payoff sometimes in it. Um, but the cost of that is super high. I would say the payoff's not worth it. 
But you see, for you, you you are conscious enough to see it and then just not to choose it. For many people, it's difficult. They um, they get used to being in that situation. They don't understand because it's work. It's internal work, first of all, to change the situation where, for example, you actually create uh, intimate relationship with your husband with lots of attention without getting sick. It's work. It's you. You don't know how to do it, but you know how to get sick. <laughs> so right. it's, uh, it's harder to have the relations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and it takes more self-examination. You know, so when you want to have a reaction and be mad, you have to pause and go, "What's really going on here? Am I feeling vulnerable? Am I tired? Do I need a nap? You know, what are Mm -hmm. Do I need to just be away for a bit? You know, it does take, it takes introspective work. Absolutely. Yeah. But um, the good part about that, the more you do it, it's like a muscle. The, the easier it becomes. And the if before I mm, could not see the pattern of some mind program, maybe for years, now it takes me... I don't know. Yeah, I can. I just see it as as it arises, <laughs> and just get or, or fear or mind program or anything because we have some default um, yeah. things we are born with, right? But if you know it's it doesn't serve you to live the life you want, it arises. You just don't choose it. That's it. It's as simple. But to get to the state when it's that simple, it's uh, a path. And it is lots of internal work to get there, at the, but it's so worth it. It's so worth it. Well, and I like how you re refer to it as a muscle, right? The more you practice it, the stronger it gets, the easier it gets, more yeah. familiar. Not, I mean, sometimes it's still uncomfortable, but it's familiar. You know, it's like, hey, I just need to do this. Um, so I want to ask you, you know, one of the things you say is that you say the best investment we can make is not in stocks and bonds, but in ourself, our health, and our growth. So we've kind of been talking about that a bit already. Um, but why do you recommend that people invest in their energy first and foremost? In their energy, mindset, education, health, um, travels, because it, it expands you. Anything that expands you, that's what I mean by um, investment in yourself. And by living this way myself, I know how it pays out, um, you know, because investing in the bonds, first of all, there's still not, there's still a risk, right? And at the same time, it's only financial gain. It's only playing with uh, money energy. But when you invest in yourself, this game becomes the full game of life where money is a part of it, of course, and a very important part because that's how we created this world. But at the same time, it becomes, you, you can see how investing in yourself brings you more abundance. Again, if you seek for it, uh, brings you to places because by making some internal shifts, um, getting rid of some limiting beliefs, how you like, Oh, yeah, I can live like that just because I switched my belief, for example, that uh, all rich people are assholes. I'm just saying, right? That's a pretty then, common one. That's common. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you 
start because if you th think like that, that's what you're going to attract literally. But then when you get rid of this limiting belief and you start being around rich people, you find how interesting they are, how many people are really good people and how uh, they think. And you become more open to that. And then you, you can get rich yourself just because you're open to that. And uh, you you are not afraid to be an asshole by getting rich because that's not that was just a limiting belief, nothing else. Yeah, I think that's a really good limiting belief example. You mm -hmm. know, let's take that one and pull on it a little bit because I think when people consider investing in themselves, and oftentimes there's a financial cost with it, right? You're investing in. Maybe it's around your health and you need to work with somebody or you're wanting to work with someone like you, Tatiana. Um, and people go, I can't afford it. Or, you know, that's just what's what, what's the guarantee? What's my return? on? I want to know I'm going to get this before I invest in this. Or, you know, the old comparison, I'm sure happy to light a fire as soon as you give me all the logs I need to do it. I don't want to go out and gather or put any effort into it. Right. So. Um, how do you help someone like shift that very beginning thing that can just get in the way from even going out the door, if you will? Yeah. Well, there's no guarantees in life. It's just a fact. No guarantees whatsoever. And when people are trying to create a life with lots of guarantees in it, then life gets hard. Uh, at some point, and that's why it becomes uh, crisis becomes a real crisis or traumatic experience. When you realize there are no guarantees in life, and all of it is, um, well, lots of it is about faith, is about how you see it. You create yourself how you see it, and you create your world how you see it. Mm. And by it, it, it works the other way around. It doesn't work, oh, give me all guarantees, and then I'll go there. Actually, the best things and the, the most expansion happens when you're, you're like, okay, I feel that this way doesn't serve, serve me anymore. I don't know which one, but I'm going to shed off that to find out. And there, there is um, a jump you would make, right, from like known, but something where you are... Um, Mm, not happy, not uh, you're suffering in that, in that state, and then into something. For example, you don't love your stable nine to five job, right? You're here, and you want to create business. You don't know how to create it, so you have to get rid of the old patterns, jump, and figure out until you're uh, on another side. But that jump is so precious because exactly here is so much expansion, so much evolution, self-development, but it takes faith. It takes faith. So um, you cannot guarantee by leaving your old job that new business will be successful, but you will know and never know unless you try, right? right? And when you really believe in it and really um, go with lots of faith, most of the time, life gives you even more than you could expect. But again, there's no guarantees. You have to accept it. You have to take the risk. But exactly that are the biggest rewards. Yeah, that is so good. And 
in that middle, in that jumping part, you know, there are moments when you're thinking, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, mm-hmm. I don't see I'm going to land here. And you just have to go, well, there's no turning back, right? It's all good. And it's, it's just unknown. And that unknown part can be exhilarating sometimes. And frankly, it can be scary, but I've never, I've jumped many times, but I've never jumped and ended up worse off than when I left. It's you know, it's like, wow. Well, yeah, well, I've always met people I never would have met or had experiences mm-hmm. I never would have had. And honestly, it's very enriching, you know, Absolutely. and so it's so, so great. Many people, unfortunately, are staying here out of fears and fears are just an illusion. When you jump, sure, you, you feel them, but then they dissolve when, when you're here already, right? So by doing it so many times for yourself, you already know that it's, it's an illusion because they dissolve literally when when you're on the another side. It was yeah. all just in your mind only, exclusively, not in reality. So by uh, knowing that now as a truth, as a part of creation, I don't even choose that fear anymore. And yeah. it's possible because I've done uh, so many jumps myself. I know how it works. I'm like, why would I even experience? It's so draining. All the doubts and fears. I can just escape that part. That's it's it. so but draining. Again, yeah. For for the beginning, yeah. you still need to learn how to do that jump, yeah. even with fears. But then you can just... Even um, those fears just don't choose on the way. Or when when they come up um, during that jump, you just um, don't give it any focus or attention. It's you just, recognize that's it. For me, it feels like a distraction. It's like, wait a minute. And sometimes I have to talk to my fears. I'll just go. I really I appreciate this, but I don't have time for you at the moment. I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you. That's great. It's like, I'll get back to you. But I don't want to say I'm not paying attention because I'm sure somewhere my mind thinks it's helping me, like it's protecting me. I hear you. Thank you very much. I'm moving forward. Um, Mm -hmm. But because otherwise, you know, it's like I'm talking to you. You're ignoring me. You're like a little kid. Chatter, chatter, chatter. So, Mm -hmm. um, Tatiana, I want to ask you. If you have a suggestion for somebody who says, okay, I'm listening to this. I don't even know how to reach out to someone like Tatiana or someone else if it's not you. Um, what do I ask them? How do I even begin a conversation around this type of growth and expansion? What would you say? Well, if you're looking for me, it's easy because I have a website, TatianaFlow.com. have an Instagram, Tatiana underline um flow and lots of information there and i offer free calls where i explain people how the sessions with me work uh how uh, what's the process how i support clients they tell me um their intention where they want to be what they want to achieve and so on and so forth um so i think just just by doing it whether it's me or any other master or any other coach, any other uh, person who helps people to get closer and closer to their true self and uh, to life, which is more joyful than maybe in the moment. That's what most people are looking for, right? So just just do it. Just reach out. So many opportunities nowadays. So many people 
you can find online. It's amazing. And thanks to that, more and more people are self-aware and more and more people are awakening. It's beautiful. It is. And and I like, um, I want to underscore for listeners who've never done that often, and it's common that coaches, I do it, you know, it's like, first of all, we want to make sure that we're a fit for you. So if we're not a fit for you, we're going to tell you like, hey, I might be able to refer you to someone who is, but I can tell that what you're asking for isn't, I'm not the best person. And it, there's no harm or no foul in doing that, right? It's like, because our goal is, all of our goal, anybody who's trying to help others is to help you advance in whatever way is best for you. So I, you know, and if you're not feeling it when you're on a call with someone, just be honest with yourself and just say, well, thanks for the information. I appreciate it. And whatever the next step is, you know, but mm-hmm. I do, like you said, Tatiana, it's just reach out is the first thing and see. Yes. And now from there, you can exactly get recommendations if it's not that person or if it's that person, bingo. Perfect. Right. Let's go for it. And often it is a bingo. Intuition and uh, in, that impulse, internal impulse you have. So before we wrap up, I have a couple last questions for you. Now, one is something that I've been asking all of my podcast guests. It's been super fun to do. Is um, we ask folks who are on the podcast to take some time and listen to other episodes because we've got incredible people on this show as you now will be in that list of people people can talk about. We'll be talking about you. Um, but I wanted to ask you, Tatiana, was there someone that you listened to an episode that you went, oh, and you took something away that you thought was great? Could you share that with us? Yes, I wrote it down because um, I did, wanted to remember. So it's episode 307 with a Create Your Best Life with Dr. Mary Ann Mercer. And she's talking about similar things that I do, but from a different perspectives. And several things are really, really were interesting for me. For example, she was talking about how words are important, and it's true, right? How we pick the words, and we talked about that with you, Sarah, today. And also the postures, right? How just becoming more straight makes you feel more confident sometimes. Just changing your posture, changing your mimics, being aware and conscious about that changes your state of being so it's absolutely absolutely true and i see the reverse how the new state of being for example that people uh catch in my sessions change mimics and uh uh, words they're picking and postures so it but it works both ways you have to make it conscious you have to connect both absolutely so i love that part and another one is um, how you live through challenging times. She talks how you need to accept how you should change. And then by accepting what happens, right, the challenge that happens, you can cha- uh, you can pick and change your reactions to the situation. So when we were talking today, even, uh, okay, why is it happening for me? She's talking about the same thing, just with different words. Uh, to see the situation just from a different lens, not as a victim, but as a 
um, being grateful for any experience and seeing seeing a bigger picture of everything. So I thought um, it was a very interesting and deep conversation that you had with her, Sarah. She was a great guest. I had many of the same um, reactions to her, and I thought she shared um, some important pieces, but I love how you tied it together, you know, with the both the direction, bi-directional of like physical state, mental state, and how they influence one another in body posture. So thanks for sharing that. We'll be sure to let Dr. Mercer know. Um, and you'll probably be one of the folks people say, I love Tatiana. So we'll let you know. Um, and as you've already shared with folks um, where they can find you on your website and in Instagram, we'll have those in the show notes for folks. So not to worry about that. But if you had a parting word of encouragement or advice for our audience today, what would it be? Just keep self-exploring, living with gratitude for every experience you have in your life. And through the see everything through the state of abundance. And that's exactly what you will attract in life. Abundance and wealth, health, relationship, love, everything. It's all in your heart, in your mind, in your uh, state of being. From there, you radiate it into material world and make it happen. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being a guest today, Tatiana. And listeners, be sure to share this episode with someone else that you know is just waiting for this message from Tatiana today. Um, don't be stingy. Share it out. Um, and we'll be sure to see you next week with more great guests and information. So until then, be well and bust through limiting labels and beliefs. You've been listening to the No Labels, No Limits podcast with best-selling author, change agent, and strategic vision coach, Sarah Box. You can grab the show notes and find out how to work with Sarah at sarahbox.com forward slash no labels, no limits podcast. We'd love this podcast to reach as many people as possible. So please remember to rate, leave a five-star review and share the podcast with someone you think would get value from this conversation. Until next time, keep taking those daily action steps to align your purpose to your principles and achieve your goals in business and life.